Hello and welcome. Matthew Grant here. Well, if you are one of our many regular listeners who join us early on Sunday morning, UK time that is, whether you are running, ironing or whatever else you invite us to join you for, hopefully, whilst you're listening to this, I'll be sleeping soundly, having arrived in California. Instec is on tour this week. More on that later. And a slight shift in focus this week as well due to some COVID-related cancellations for our scheduled guest. But I'm delighted to say that Henry Gale, one of our research team and editor of our Parametric Post, has stepped up and is behind the microphone this week talking to Marcelo Mirabella of crypto and parametric startup Insuro. Now, crypto assets generally, it's a fast-growing area, but only just starting to touch insurance. In this slightly shorter episode, Henry learns more about what the company is doing and why. Now, thanks to all of you that have told me you like my interruptions in the podcast to explain the tech terms. We're down to the wire this week on the recording and editing, didn't manage to fit those in. So for those of you that are not familiar with insurance speak, there are a few acronyms in here to look out for. Firstly, MGAs, that's Managing General Agents. They're companies that are not insurers themselves, but underwrite on behalf of other insurance companies, usually in specialized areas. You're going to hear reference in here to atomization, which is breaking down of large components into smaller parts. That's not an insurance term, just more general. And then finally, Marceau talks about ILS. Those are insurance-linked securities, also known as catastrophe bonds, a type of insurance designed to act like an investment bond. Henry wrote up an article based on a discussion with Marceau in May earlier this year. That's on the Instec London website, and you'll find a link to it in the episode notes for some more information. And if you are more interested in crypto generally, look out for a report on what is happening in insurance now available on our website, instec.london, that Henry wrote a few weeks ago. We've had a busy week ourselves with a packed event last Tuesday in London, over 200 people, very much back to work in London and filling up the steel yard again. Thanks to iSci for the support for that. Coming up on the 30th of November, we have our next event in London, but a new venue this time, supported by S&P, and we're going to be reviewing the theme of climate change, risk management and measurement, a theme we're going to be going into more detail with our report on that topic released early in January. Hope to see you there. If you are already one of our members and need a code, please do contact us, hello at instec.london. That's it for today. I'm double vaxxed, COVID negative, got my new blue UK passport, dusted off my Tumi luggage and off to the PIR in Dana Point, California on Saturday morning to talk about remote claims assessment for property. More on that once I get back. Marco, thank you for joining us. One of the reasons we're excited to have you on the podcast is I think you're our first crypto-related startup to have as a guest. Now, you're the founder and CEO of Insuro, which aims to provide alternative insurance capital for insurtech MGAs by bringing in cryptocurrency capital from investors. Because normally, insurtech startups need to partner with an incumbent insurer or reinsurer to get capacity to launch their insurance product. But your crypto platform is an alternative. So can you tell us more about the problem that you're trying to solve? What we notice in the in the industry is that uh, MGAs or cover holders have a hard time to secure capacity from uh, uh, insurance or reinsurance companies. The reason is the speed of these two parties is, is much different. So reinsurance uh, tend to work in a longer time frame and they're extremely risk adverse, whereas MGAs and cover holders are, are trying to uh, innovate and bring new products on the market. And then they crash with this problem of getting capacity. 
So what we want to do is uh, essentially trying to provide a more flexible uh, capacity to this type of MDAs and be uh, together with them in, in this process. So being a tech partner and a capacity provider in order for them to be able to launch uh, new innovative products to, to market. And to do that, we are tapping into an, a different source of, of capital, which is the, the source of capital sitting on uh, decentralized finance uh, protocols. You talked there about decentralized finance, which is the new crypto-based alternative to finance. What are the advantages of using cryptocurrency as insurance capital? And, and why is that a good solution to the problem of MGAs struggling to get capacity? I guess there's a lot of capital in crypto at the moment, so uh, it's aiming to be a low-cost way to provide some additional capacity. There's an increasingly amount of capital that, it's, uh, that is present in, uh, in DeFi. We're almost hitting uh, $100 billion in uh, total value locked among the, the DeFi protocols. And this number was uh, almost one year and a half ago. So the space has been uh, seeing a tremendous increase. One of the reasons why cryptocurrency, we believe it's, uh, it's the way to go, is that programmability of the underlying smart contracts. And this allows us to, to essentially automatize most of the process in the, in the insurance value chain. So I can uh, automatize the process of uh, allocation of the solvency capital. I can automatize the process of release and payout in case of a claim. And I can automatize the process of uh, capital deployment of, of, from the liquidity providers. So cryptocurrency is key for this characteristic, the programmability of the smart contracts and the, and the underlying blockchain. Many people are asking the, the questions like, how can we prevent problem of volatility of the underlying crypto? And, and the answer to that is that we're, we're using currently stable coins. So a stable coin is a cryptographic token that is backed one-to-one uh, -one with an underlying asset. And the most common stable coins are pegged to the US dollars. So at any point of time, again, redeem the cryptocurrencies for uh, the equal amount of US dollar. So you talk there about stable coins. So they're cryptocurrencies that are, in this case, equivalent to the value of US dollars. Uh, but do the MGAs you partner with, do they need to have crypto wallets and send you stable coins? Or does the end customer need to have stable coins? Where does the cryptocurrency meet the real-world currency? The policyholder can directly pay in stablecoins to the smart contracts uh, that handle the, the liquidity on our side, or the uh, MGAs or coverholders can receive the capital uh, in the form of fiat and then transfer us the capital in, in cryptocurrencies. So in that way, they help the users uh, skip the, the, the process of conversion. So we give flexibility to the user and our protocol is, is flexible enough to do that. Great, yeah, and fiat there, meaning non-cryptocurrencies. Uh, and you talked about smart contracts, which we define in our, our report as blockchain-based contracts written in code that automatically can execute crypto transactions based on trigger. And that's how your platform operates. It does everything an insurer should do, but through smart contracts. So on a high level, Marco, can you sort of summarize how that works? How does crypto capital from investors become the capacity for an insurance product and then ultimately become available to make payouts when claims are made? So the way it works is that different liquidity providers, uh, both institutional or retail uh, investors, invest uh, capital under the form of a cryptographic stablecoin. The capital then is deployed inside a liquidity pool that is governed by a smart contract. The MGAs that then connect to the protocol uh, send us a, a, a certain risk model, 
And then the, the protocol connects the risk model with the liquidity pool. So whenever uh, an MGA sell a policy, it transfers to us the, the premium and the protocol locks a certain portion of the capital in order to guarantee solvency of, of the overall portfolio. So and acting as a reinsurance company, we are uh, using the solvency level of a, of a reinsurance company and we lock this uh, capital for the entire duration of the policy. Now, in case of a claim, we are able to trigger the policy. So you monitor external data and whenever there's a trigger, let's say a fly gets delayed or a hurricane that pass uh, under a certain uh, coordinate location, the Oracle triggered the smart contract and then the capital is released. And what type of investors are you targeting, Marco? You talked about liquidity providers. Are they institutional investors, retail investors? Are they crypto investors in, in decentralized finance? The target that we are having is insurance link security funds, investors. Because what we are creating is, is essentially a mix between an ILS fund and a reinsurance company. We use some of the characteristics of the ILS fund in the sense that the investors that deploy liquidity in, in the, in the liquidity pool set a certain duration of the capital, similar to a, a, an ILS investor, but different from uh, an ILS. We don't fully collateralize the policies, but we use a solvency level of uh, reinsurance. So we're able then to have a much better efficiency in the capital allocation. The goal though is to expand uh, the possibility of investment in risk to also retail individuals. And in fact, we're, we're working towards that goal. And what do the regulators think about using cryptocurrency capital for insurance products? Insurance is a highly regulated industry. I understand you're working with the Bermuda Regulatory Authority. What, what's your experience being with them? And what is insurer's regulatory status? We recently received an in-principle approval uh, from the Bermuda Monetary Authority in order to act as an insurance in our business under the innovation, insurance innovation framework that they created and the insurance innovation sandbox that they created. So overall, we've seen uh, an extremely high interest from the regulators to understand and kind of uh, bring crypto companies in their legislation. So the Bermuda uh, Authority did a great effort in attracting talents that are able to understand uh, all the bolts and nuts of the of crypto in order to then be uh, a proper interface with uh, with crypto companies. So in our experience was uh, extremely positive. Overall, though, from the market, I've seen uh, a certain competition among different uh, jurisdictions. So jurisdictions right now, they understand that blockchain is inevitable as a technology. So they're trying to take a more cooperative approach with startups. So we've seen this in Singapore, in uh, Abu Dhabi or Dubai. Uh, Germany. So many of these jurisdictions are, are trying to become more open to this kind of technology. So with Bermuda, you're in effect acting as a, uh, a licensed insurer at the moment then, under the Ovation Sandbox. Yes, that's correct. We got uh, uh, this license as an insurance general business that allow us to then act as a reinsurance company. So what we're doing is that we're focusing only on providing capacity to uh, parametric insurance risk. Let's talk about parametric then. Parametric insurance is different from traditional insurance because it pays out a predetermined amount based on a trigger event, either such as a hurricane or a flight being cancelled, rather than directly indemnifying policyholders for a loss that they incur. Why are you focused on parametric in particular? Parametric insurance and blockchain are, are a perfect match in the sense that 
the, the parametric insurance by having a predetermined payout and a deterministic trigger fits perfectly with the nature of a blockchain and in particular a smart contract. So in particular, in our uh, protocol, having the preset payout allow us to plan ahead and lock a precise amount of, uh, of solvency capital in the liquidity pool. So we are able to achieve efficiency in that part of the process. And also we are leveraging a technology called uh, blockchain oracles that automatically triggers the, the policy using uh, a system that is uh, uh, decentralized and transparent. We're using a blockchain developed by Chainlink, one of our partners. And this Oracle then connects with data source, for example, database with a client information APIs or hurricane uh, information or uh, satellite data that we can grab and then use this uh, data in order to trigger the policy. And do you think it also helps with attracting new types of investors who might not be used to traditional insurance where they have a predetermined payout so they know the maximum amount of liability that they have in effect when they're making that investment? Correct. We are seeing this trend in uh, catastrophic bonds. So you have this kind of a predetermined payout that has attracted a different type of uh, investors in, in the space. And... On the other side of the, of the equation, we're seeing that it's a, it's an appealing product for the consumers in the sense that more and more often the consumers are, are becoming uh, impatient. They want to get the service in fast and they're not willing to wait. And parametric insurance is perfect for that. So by not having claim assessment, you're able to, to then pay out a policy in a much more uh, efficient way. It makes it a perfect product for the micro insurance space which is another space that uh, we are in. In a microinsurance uh, uh, product, you, you can take data from the satellite. So you do have a claim assessment team. And then you have a payout that is automatic directly to the wallet of the consumer. So you remove a lot of the friction in, uh, in the insurance. So Insure was only started this year in 2021, but you're already piloting the, the platform. So you've talked about some of the potential use cases for parametric insurance, flights, micro-insurance. What can you tell us about the pilot? For the Sandbox pilot, we identified two partners. One partner is, is a company called Autonomy.ai uh, that is creating a parametric insurance product specific for flight delays and, and cancellation. Now, flight delay and cancellation as a parametric product is a Quite a e easy product in order to embed in a, in a smart contracts because you have a binary option. So in a flight, you know, uh, when a flight it's going to depart. So we have a fixed date and then you can immediately uh, assess, uh, the, the condition of the flight. So checking from uh, public available sources if the flight got canceled or, or, or delayed. We're using chain link in order to monitor this uh, flight information and then trigger of policies whenever the, the flight is uh, delayed or, or canceled. So the, the capital is, is transferred under the form of a stable coin to autonomy. And then autonomy is, uh, converts the capital that's sent to the policy holders. And another pilot that we're having, it's related to crop insurance. We're providing access to loss coverage for a Sharia compliant reinsurance uh, company. And these companies is using our smart contracts to develop their products. Uh, that is a uh, crop insurance that is leveraging uh, data coming from satellites and then pay out to farmers in, in emerging markets. Very interesting. And we, we track parametric insurance very closely in Tech London, and we see uh, travel and agriculture as two of the big applications of that. So now, Marco, I want to talk to you about NFTs. 
NFT is a, an acronym for non-fungible token. And a non-fungible token is a type of crypto asset where each token or each NFT is unique and irreplaceable. And they've been in the news because they've been used for digital arts and some of them have been sold for lots of money. But you're actually using them for something different. You're creating an NFT for every policy you underwrite. So tell me, how does that work? And why did you decide to do that? As you mentioned, an NFT is a unique token. Each token is different from, a, from another token. And that makes it different from other type of cryptocurrencies. And this type of characteristics fits very well with the concept of policies. Because uh, we can embed certain characteristics into the policies and create a unique representation of this policy into the blockchain using the, this concept of uh, non-fungible token. And by creating NFT, they were able to track their performance overall the entire value chain of, of, the, of the insurance product. So NFT right now is being used for arts, it's being used for music. But the application of this technology of, of having a, a unique representation of, of a particular feature on chain may exploit it. I'm sure there'll be people from MGAs listening, lots of other parts of the insurance value chain. If they're interested in insurer and they like what they hear, what sort of companies are you looking to partner with and how could they get in touch with you? We're currently looking to partner with uh, parametric insurance uh, providers from different types of fields. So as mentioned, our technology fits well with a uh, flight delays on cancellation, hurricane insurance, flood insurance, or all the different type of uh, parametric insurance that, that you can imagine. So we're currently uh, looking to partner with those, and especially people that are creating new products and are facing uh, troubles securing capacity from traditional insurance companies. As a way to keep uh, connect with me, uh, LinkedIn, I believe, is the perfect tool. So you can find me on Marco Mirabella on LinkedIn, and I will be happy to, to answer your question or, or connect over a phone call. Great. Well, thanks very much, Marco. No Q&A this week for the podcast, but as I said, you can find the article on our Insights page on the website, and that will be in the episode notes of Henry's interview earlier on this year with uh, Insuro. If you'd like to get a transcript specifically of this interview, then email us, hello at instec.london. Everything else, as ever, is on the website. And if you're wondering why 150 companies from insurance and technology are working with us to learn more about how to be successful across a range of recent innovations, contact me, Matthew Grant, on LinkedIn, or any of us at Instec London to learn about corporate membership. Hello at instec.london, website www.instec.london. London.